Welcome to Carolyn's Corner. It's been a while. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. We're super excited to be here and to share with you some exciting do's and don'ts for your getting your offer accepted when you're a buyer. Yep. Yeah. So we're going to start off with uh, making sure that you are pre-approved at a bare minimum. So what's the difference? Pre-qual? Pre-qual means that you just put a little information into a computer and boom, there's a letter. That's really not going to cut it in this market. So you need at least a pre-approval, which is where they, uh, the lender will go through some information um, to verify that, that you actually could purchase the home. So you pre-approval at a bare minimum. But what is the best thing that we could do, Bree? Oh, you want to be fully underwritten if possible. Um, we have a new contract that we can even put that you are and it just looks better for you. You're kind of more processed. Um, it just makes you stand out and it, it's just, it's more work. You've yeah, done more, more work. work. Yeah. So a underwritten means that it actually, uh, all of your information has been looked at by an underwriter rather than just put into a computer system. So it is another layer of analysis. And sometimes some lenders will even let you completely waive your loan contingency. So it's almost like cash. So that's another advantage. Some lenders will treat it kind of like cash. Too. Yeah. And so you just you before looking at any homes you want to make sure that you have hopefully the fully underwritten letter so that if you need to make an offer right away you have what you need and you can just send it all in right on yep okay so the next thing we're going to talk about is knowing your number so along with the the pre-approval you need to know what you are comfortable with and this market's so wacky um you need to know that whatever your top line is, even though you may not want that on your letter, you need to know your top line. Yes. What is your budget? What's, what's your stopping point? It's a crazy market. You need to know what you're comfortable with and go in knowing just so you know when to stop or when you can keep going. Right. And I think what Bree means by that is in a multiple offer situation, often you're asked to come up in price. So you start at one price, but the expectation is you're going to end at another price. So you need to know what that cap is. Mm -hmm. So definitely need to know that. Um, and then you really want to know your specific market that you're offering in because every market's a little bit different. You know, like I know uh, Bree's recent listing in La Habra, totally different market than my listing in Orange. Mm -hmm. So when you're submitting offers, you need to have an idea of how fast things are selling and what percentage over the list price or if it's selling at list price or slightly under list price. So you can get all that data from your professional realtor. So mm -hmm. you definitely want to set your expectations and know kind of where the numbers are going to end up, what the list price is versus what the close price yep. will end up at. Yep. All righty. Um, contingencies. Fun this stuff. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, I mean, as a buyer, you just, you want to ask your professional agent how to go about this because it's for your protection. Um, removing a contingency means you now waived that and you are getting closer to being stuck and in the escrow and with no way out and could, could possibly lose money on the way if it doesn't work out in your favor. Right. So a contingency is basically your get out of jail free card. Mm -hmm. You can 
you know, you can cancel for whatever that reason is. So you've got like a loan contingency. We already talked about that, right? A loan contingency. Um, you have appraisal contingencies, you have physical inspection contingencies, and some other miscellaneous contingencies as well. So um, you definitely need to understand what they are and how long you're committing to um, removing them because that can vary. Yeah, especially now that times have tightened so much, you need to know exactly what's going on and how to keep yourself safe. So your agent should be able to keep you in line and have you know exactly what's going on. Right. And you don't remove your contingency unless you're ready. And sometimes you just have to ask for a little more time. So don't panic if you get to the end. Uh, most of the time, every, every all parties are working for the same goal and you will get a little extra time if you need it. So don't yep. panic. But it is important to understand what they are. All right. Um, ooh. Big one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Appraisal. That's one of the contingencies. And boy, is that an interesting one right now. Yes. It's all over the place. I know agents that won't accept offers without removing a contingency. Um, and then there's others that think it's not necessary and unsafe for their clients. So it's kind of all over the board right now. I guess it depends what kind of market you're in. The ones that are going fast and are extremely competitive in one area, they want you to remove everything. Um, and you kind of just have to explain to your your buyers, the repercussions of what could happen in that case. Right. Yeah. It's um, so specifically with appraisal, um, it, what is happening in this market right now is because, you know, the actual market value is not always an appraised value. So appraiser comes in, they look at the past comps, but the market is appreciating. So they, they come in and they're the number that they give for your lender is lower. So let's say you're in escrow for 700,000, but your appraisal comes in at 650. So now you have what's called a 50,000 appraisal gap. So you need to be aware of what you possibly are gonna do with that. Is that appraisal gap gonna be something that you're willing to put in on your down payment, an additional 50,000? Or if you can't do that, then you wouldn't ever offer to do that. Um, and uh, but if you can, it's something to think about. Would you be willing to do that? Is there a cap? That, you know, well, I'd be willing to put in an additional fifty thousand, or you know, it, I don't really care what it comes in at. I want the property. So you really need to know what you're comfortable with with the appraisal gap and how you're going to handle that if it is an issue. And your agent will be able to kind of give you a feel for an idea of where the appraisal will probably come in. So you should be a little prepared to know what that gap might yeah. be. And the experience I've actually had this year with it is even though the prices are going way above what they're listed for, a lot of them are still appraising for that Correct. high number yeah. and we yeah. get surprised. Yeah. But it's happening. You never know. <laughs> you never know. But we want to be prepared. So we don't want to, um, you know, be in a situation that, that you, then you're panicking and what do I do now? So yes. be prepared. Yep. All righty. Lastly, you got to move fast. It's a very fast moving market. Yeah. The, the contingency times, like we already talked about, are always reduced to very short. Um, escrow times are very short. So that's why it, on the front end, you want to do all your homework. You want to know the market. You want to have, be fully underwritten if at all possible. Um, understand, uh, you know, what you need to do to get your offer accepted and make sure that you do those things so you're ready to move quickly. Mm -hmm. Interview as many agents as you'd like. Make sure you feel comfortable because they're going to be guiding you through the whole process and you want to make sure that you have all the protection that you need during the process. Yes, absolutely. Great point. 
Well, thanks, Bree. That was our quick uh, do's and don'ts for getting your offer accepted. Yes, I Good hope luck. this helps. Good luck. Thanks for coming.